Welcome to a special bonus segment of Keeper Chat, a quick and dirty. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And these Q&Ds are an opportunity for us to answer some of the questions we receive from all of you. This week, we're going to be answering a question. Duh. That's what we do. (laughs) I literally just said it. We got a question from Caroline and Ashley. And I'm going to read this verbatim because it was great. It's so good. All right. They say, what up, fuckos? My friend and I are both new zookeepers, roughly three months, and we both have imposter syndrome, a.k.a. we think all our coworkers think we're as dumb as shit. We'd like to suggest that you talk about imposter syndrome as it relates to the zoo field. And then they say, thanks, grime queens. Queens spelled K-W-E-E-N-S. So, duh, we're going to answer it. You guys definitely, like, threw yourself into our wheelhouse. I mean, like, hook, line, and sinker. I'm sold on these girls. Seriously. I mean, no other opening phrase could have roped us in faster. (laughs) You called me a fucko. I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) And you didn't even say what up. You said what up. (laughs) Oh, what up, fucko. (laughs) I love it so much. Um, So thank you for that question, you two. You two, Grime two. And let's get into it. First off, when we got this, I had to ask Flora. I was like, what the hell is imposter syndrome? Because I didn't know. And then I Googled it. And then I was like, listen, I know. Yeah, she was like, (laughs) open up those ear holes. Here comes the knowledge. So why don't you you give us a brief overview of what that is? So it basically is this constant thought in the back of your head that you're inadequate and an incompetent failure of an idiot. Hmm. when really you're like not i mean i guess you could be but like most of the time you're not mm-hmm. i think if you have the thought that you are an incompetent fucko you're probably not because oh. like an yeah, incompetent yeah. fucko is just like i'm killing this <laughs> it's like an inverse relationship yeah so yeah it's basically just like brain poisoning yourself yeah and they feel like they're i guess it's like they think it's all due to luck and not as much as like skill oh i see okay um that's tough aren't brains the worst i think brains are the worst and i also think the culture that we live in is the worst yeah because i think that feeds into it too especially and i think because you know they ask specifically zookeeping culture and i do think there's a lot of like competition and so when you're new like a lot of times the people act like they're better than you because they've worked at a place for longer and like that's not necessarily the case (laughs) yeah let's get this out of the way you and i have definitely had our fair share of this experience but that is definitely something that is like rampant in this field and i'm sure there are others that it's like that too but like god i have never been in a career field that is like as high and mighty as like keeping it yes yes like People it is so, so frustrating arrogant exactly like especially when you come in new like you come in and you're excited and you want to learn and whatever and like half the people around you are great and are wanting to help you and then the other half are just like <laughs> you don't know what this kind of bird is mm, yeah that's sad it's like sorry. seriously sorry you fi- of course i don't Sorry that you've uh, fed a frog for two more years than me. I guess it makes you a fucking Albert Einstein. (laughs) (laughs) Chucky D himself. I'm so sorry. I didn't roll out the red carpet. (laughs) But, like, seriously, it's so annoying. Yes. It's like like, um, you don't know, like, how to, like, net a bird or something. And they're just like, oh, that's cute. It's like, how the hell would I have learned this? Yeah. This is so specific. 
it, I don't know. It pisses me off. No. And I think it, it just, like, is a perfect way to discourage people. Yes. And that's exactly what I think this is, like, that creates then this, like, psychological problem where yeah. you think you're inadequate. So, first off, if you got an interview and you fucking had a resume, like, you, that was not luck. Like, there's no luck involved in that like that was skill already like you stole yourself and you aced the interview or yeah you put in the time intern like interning or volunteering to like prove yourself so already like that is a big deal not everybody even gets through that part so that's not i mean you can't be stupid and get through that i mean i guess you could because i've worked with like really stupid people but that <laughs> but you're probably yeah. not one of them <laughs> <laughs> this is going so well uh, I mean, you might you might be though. If we're being realistic, you might be. <laughs> you might be, but like, probs not. But probs not. But like, maybe like seventy percent is probably that you're not. Yeah. But I think too the <laughs> important thing to realize is we're not like born knowing everything, which seems no. like I know the greatest sentence, and I'm like just the smartest person. But sometimes yeah, people so act wise. like that. Like there was a time where they didn't fucking know everything either. Yeah. You know, like you have to learn. You have to learn from this stuff. So I think, and that's one of the things that we say is like super important in going into the industry is that you always have an open mind and you're always there to like learn from others, learn different techniques or different ideas from other people and brainstorm. Like being stuck in your way and being like, this is the only way and this is the way it's always been. Like that doesn't help anything. That doesn't help any of the animals. It doesn't help the zoo. It helps no one. So I think. Like, a lot of times if you're coming in and you're brand new and maybe that's what you're up against is people being like, well, this is the way it's always been. And you're offering suggestions, which are, like, totally valid, but they're still shooting them down. It doesn't make your ideas or anything – and it doesn't make you dumb. It just makes them dumb for not even, like, listening to new ideas. Yeah, or not even, like, entertaining them or, like, talking through them or even considering them. Like, that sucks. And I think it says a lot about that person, too, that they – aren't even willing to do that kind of thing. And it probably means that they're not a good keeper to begin with because, like you said, like learning and being open to new information is such an important part of this job. Once you shut yourself down, then like you start to stagnate and you're like, what do you, do you just learned everything you thought you ever would? Cool. That's not how this works. No. Like we learn new stuff every day and we learn yeah. how better to take care of animals every day. And like, Here's the other thing, like, we don't speak their fucking language. So, like, (laughs) you know, like, we don't speak an animal's language. We are literally learning how to take care of them every single day. Right. And that may change every day. So, like, no one knows everything. No one does. And if they do, then they're lying to you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Ugh, I hate this so much. And I feel like it's such a discouragement for green keepers, and it just, like, drives me insane. Yeah. like, especially, like, interns that are coming in in an unpaid position, and then people are just like, <laughs> oh, you don't know this. Well, that's a shame. It's like, they're here to learn, dude. That's literally the point of their job. Yeah. What are you doing? Why are you trying to, like, shit on this person and make yourself feel better than they? Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't know. It drives me nuts. And I think other things, too, to think about is, like, someone may, like, if even if you think they're an expert and, like, you think they know everything – then they probably it probably took them a lot of effort and like research and studying and training to get there it doesn't mean that like they were born like knowing all that stuff so like you Mm -hmm. can get to that point too and like use those people as resources even if they make you feel like shit 
like take the high road and like ask some questions and be like oh okay i was just like wondering like your thoughts or your opinions or how would you do this mm-hmm. and you know soon they might realize like oh i don't need to be a mega asshole all the time i can like help this person and i don't know you can like learn from each other yeah as I best you can way to put it and i think if you have those people that like aren't very like overtly disdainful towards you when you ask questions or you're like new to things and you can seek out those people that like are knowledgeable and can kind of take you under your wing do so because they're your best resource and yeah they're gonna be the ones that are gonna like help you in the future when you need a reference or whatever um but i mean i think one of the things about this job too is like we do see a lot of people come in that try and like maybe just aren't cut out for it or Mm. it's not what they thought it was or you know whatever reasons and I know when you and I were interns together like there were tons of interns in our program with us and by the end of it it was whittled down to like three and it was like those people that stuck it out and really like wanted to do it or could feasibly do it and so I think like you can prove a lot to those people especially if they are kind of shitty to you like not this is an excuse but maybe they're just so tired of seeing tons and tons of new people come through that they like don't know if anyone's serious so like yeah you know if this is something you're passionate about work your butt off you know like just like show them that you want it display your hard work and like show off how dedicated you are and i don't know just like kind of learn any opportunity you can and throw yourself into situations well that's the thing too is like if you feel like you don't know stuff like then go home and, like, start researching the animals you're working with and stuff like that. Like, don't yeah. don't think that you have to learn everything at work. I mean, yeah, it sucks yeah. to have, like, homework at your own fucking job. But, you know, maybe it will help you be more confident. Because that's really all it is, is, like, your confidence. Like, you're not confident in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so any way that you can, like, help bolster that is going to help you, like, feel better in your day-to-day. But there's a reason, like, whenever a zookeeper first starts, they call them green keepers. Like, mm-hmm. there's a reason because it takes time. And it mm-hmm. takes fucking up and making mistakes and, like, learning mm-hmm. from those and doing things like, over and over. Like, you can't study, like you were saying, like, how to net a bird. Like, yeah, you can, like, read a fucking book and see, like, wiki how how to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. But it's not <laughs> going to work out every, like when you're doing it and it's not gonna be the same thing every time oh my gosh so i actually have a personal anecdote about netting a bird (laughs) please tell (laughs) i don't know if you were here for this or not but anyways uh at the place flora and i worked at one of the places we worked at together we were having to like move some of our birds for climate reasons oh i was not there okay um (laughs) so anyways my like deputy director and i and like three other keepers were just like rounded up and he's like all right we gotta move these birds And so I was like, okay, let's do it. Like, I've never, I'm not, like, a bird person. I've never really done anything (laughs) except for, like, feed and clean around them. And so I was like, all right, let's do it. So we go to the first, like, bird habitat, and it's a um, blue and yellow macaw, I think. And Blue and gold. He hands, blue and gold macaw. Yes, thank you. (laughs) See, I'm not a bird person. (laughs) Like, like, fancier than blue and yellow, I guess. (laughs) Um, Like a little bit. Like the, not the sale version, but um. So he hands me this net, and it's just like, okay, go net it. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, just like go net it. And me, again, being like kind of a green person, was like, I didn't want to, 
be like, I don't know how to net a bird. Can you show me? Right. Which would have yes. been good in that moment. So I was just like, okay, yeah. And so this is, side note, this isn't one of those things you guys should just go in and try doing. <laughs> like maybe if someone's more knowledgeable than you, like talk to them first or have them walk you through it, which is what I should have done. Yeah. But I go in there. And this bird sees me with his net, and he immediately, like, turns sideways and gives me that crazy, like, whoa, whoa, bird eye. And he, like, starts, like, scuttling away from me. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I, like, just kind of, like, walk up to this bird. And I just, like, <laughs> creeping up and then flip the net down on him. And he flips out and, um, like, kicks the, the side of the net, like, the rim of it. And so he's able to, like, scuttle out. Amazing. And so I try to, like, shoot the net sideways and, like, scoop him off the branch. And in doing so, he flies away from the net and flies into the mesh. And so I follow him with the net and smash the net over him on, as he's on the mesh. Amazing. And as I was done. doing that, though, yeah, right? As I was doing it, he, like, shot one of his wings out the side. So I had, like, probably 80% of this bird in the net and then, like, 20% of a wing <laughs> out. And he's screaming bloody oh, murder. Oh, yeah. He's just like, ah! <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry! <laughs> and I tried to net this goddamn bird. And I eventually, after, like, probably many tears and a couple minutes and way too long of time in that room, um, I finally get him in this net, and he's, like, freaking out and stuff, and I didn't know what to do with him from there. And so my deputy director walks up, and he's like, I'll take him. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> but he um, he just kind of looked at me, and he was like, have you netted a bird before? <laughs> and I was like, no. No. <laughs> was it was that like, obvious? Yeah, right? He was like, mm, okay. But I felt terrible because, like, every single keeper behind me just watched me, like, botch this bird netting and, like, basically torture this bird for two minutes. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And so he put this bird in its, like, warm habitat and he, like, never spoke to me again. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> he hated that's you, fair. Whatever. But, like, seriously, in that situation... I should have just swallowed my pride a little bit. Yeah. And, like, and sought like, out the oh, truth. I've never done this before. Like, can you show me? Or, like, can you describe, like, what the best way to do is? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think, like, I don't know. I just think, I think everyone has skills. And having those hands on, or, like, having that knowledge that comes from, like, working with a animal for 10 years is going to take time. And having, like, the hands-on knowledge that you have from, like, actually doing some of those things that you wouldn't do in any other job mm -hmm. comes with time but there are other skills that like you yourself have even as a greenkeeper that you can contribute that maybe other people don't have as well developed like yeah. maybe you have a really great attitude and you bring that to the team or maybe you're really great at like getting people excited about work or maybe you're really good at problem solving or like maybe you have really good handwriting and you take really awesome dope meeting minutes or like whatever all of those things are skills, too, and not everyone has every skill, so you're still contributing something to your team, and, like, identifying those things in yourself can also help build up your confidence. Yeah. And, like, even – okay, so I just started this new job, right, um, months ago now, but it's with, like, a more bird-centric position than I've ever had before, and, of course, like, mm -hmm. penguins are penguins, but they're, like, not really a bird. I mean, if we're being honest, they're fucking weird. Like the weirdest bird. football. Yeah, and like I've worked with ninety nine percent mammals before this, and so mm -hmm. now I'm like working in this department with like mostly birds. I don't know fucking anything about birds, and so everyone's like talking about all these crazy things. They'll see like a bird in the sky and they like know what it is immediately. They're just like talking about all this word weird like bird stuff, and I'm just like I don't know what you guys are talking about. And they use like slang and all these acronyms, and I have to literally be like mm -hmm. I 
like homie i don't know but like hey with you, that <laughs> you that's what you gotta do i mean i'm yep. not gonna like sit there and like fake it that's exhausting so i'm just gonna be like yeah what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> yeah and you could end up like incorrectly netting a bird so yeah. don't do that but then sometimes they'll be like oh like I don't know how to catch up, like, this, like, baby hoofstock. And I'll be like, oh, listen. Baby hoofstock, freeze immediately and just, like, lay down dead. Like, it's not going to be any issue at all. <laughs> you can go trip then, over them. <laughs> yeah, like, sometimes you'll have advice and opinions and, oh, I don't know. I think it's it's mainly confidence. I don't think that this totally. is, like, rare. I think this is rampant. And like I said, I've been a zookeeper for a while and I had it moving to a new position. So if yeah. someone gets like a new animal in their section, they're probably going to think the same thing. Like, oh fuck, mm-hmm. I don't know anything. Like so-and-so knows so much more about this than me. Like da 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 da. Well, they know so much because they like Googled it and they read the Wikipedia and they listened to a <laughs> Keeper Chat episode about it. Like it didn't like come inherently into their brain hole. We had to net some bird, a bird the other day in this like mega fucking aviary. So we have like the tallest like nets in existence and we're all just like herding this bird around Finally, we get it, and it's in the corner, and I net this little bitch, and I pick him up, and so we check his, um, like, ankle tag to make sure it's, like, the right bird. I'm like, mm-hmm. yay, it is. And then I was just like, the chosen one. And <laughs> was like, you're so fucking weird. <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's been chosen. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> but that's what I feel like. Whenever we, like, net a bird or they get sent somewhere else, I'm just like, the claw. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true honestly that's probably what they're thinking too. <laughs> they're here they're taking one of us oh, fuck. <laughs> um yeah i don't know i just think there's like so much arrogance in this field and it's so frustrating yes. that's not the reason we're here and we waste so much time like posturing to one another when well, we could and you just be I like s- helping each other we talk about it too because we see it on the internet because if you're a zookeeper and you're in these fucking oh, yeah. facebook zookeeper groups half the time no not even like 99 percent of the time i do not look at them they are toxic and gross. People just, like, have to talk shit about everything. Someone will ask, like, an innocent question, and they're like, Oh, what? You didn't know that in 1966 they decided that nematodes were an endangered species? Like, I don't even fucking know what they're saying in there half the time. <laughs> it's just something annoying. Yeah, and, like, the the only thing that does is, like, discourage that person from speaking up again. Is that what you really want? Yes. Like, you want people to, like, stifle their lack of knowledge about things? Okay, cool. That's not healthy. And, like, especially since we're in the industry of, like, educating the public on things, like, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Share the knowledge. Don't just sit there and sit on it and feel high and mighty. And then when people ask a question, be like, (laughs) well, actually... Because that maybe, sucks. I don't know. And no one wants to be around that. No, everyone hates you. But I don't know if, like, it's just because, like, I'm real dumb that I just, like, don't care. You know? Like, maybe it's easier for us because, like, I just don't fucking care. Well, I think there are, like, to a certain extent, too, you and I have, like, been through it before. Oh, like, true. Not, yeah. Now know? it's, like, like old maybe. news. Yeah. I think that we have, like, actually worked with, like, maybe the worst people ever. (laughs) That one person was so bad and awful and corruptive and evil and conniving and, like, tried to get, I don't even know, just was an insane, actual insane person. So I feel like if we've survived that now, I'm just like, fucking hit me with your best shot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, right, dude. A tornado could plop out of the sky and pick me up and throw me into space. And I'd be like, it's fine. (laughs) Everything's fine. Um, Yeah, I think. I think, like, 
I think it just takes time. And I think if you're feeling that way, like we said, if you can focus on like your strengths and your abilities and like use that to build up your confidence, then that's always something that you can like fall back on. And, and honestly, I mean, everyone in this industry is so passionate, which is probably where all of that like posturing comes from is like we want to show how passionate and dedicated we are. And like, that's the only way we know how because we're all fucking weird. But at the same time, I think it's helpful too to realize that like with very few and very rare exceptions, everyone is there with the animal's best interests at heart. So like even if you have someone at work or like several people at work who are like kind of shitty and make you feel dumb and like whatever, you know, I'm not saying you have to be like best friends with everyone you work with, but at the same time, like you can use them as a resource and and be they can be a valued mm-hmm. member of your team. Um, and you can like learn from them and just be confident in yourself. And then when you're done, you just go home for the day and you hang out with them. But like, you know, it's just, I think it's an opportunity for us to like step back and also be like, okay, everyone is here for the same reason. We all want the same thing. Even if we don't get along in whatever reason, like we can still work toward a similar goal. Yeah. And I think... And that can help put things into perspective. Like, constantly learning and not knowing things and, like, seeking new knowledge is, like, not... That does not make you dumb. Mm-mm. What makes you dumb is thinking you know everything and, yeah, like, not like, wanting to, like, seek more knowledge. Like Yeah, like, closing stupid. yourself off. Yes. And honestly, one thing that I will say is what I always find is the people who I work with that are, like, most excited about learning things and, like, learning new techniques and whatever always give the best freaking keeper talks because they get, like, so excited about learning new stuff. And so when they get the chance to, like, tell people about it, they're, like, so pumped. Like you said, they're, like, so personable and their keeper talks are amazing and, like, have really funny anecdotes and people love them and whatever. And then the people who think they know everything are just, like, um, this is, um, a nematode. Um, it was discovered, <laughs> endangered, um, in 1966. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Nematodes. <laughs> Don't pull back the curtain on that. Um, but also, like, we talk to your Padre so much. But Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Just remember, too, like, if someone is being mean to you or, like, lashing out or making you feel dumb, then they probably are very insecure and probably are just, like they that's how they make them feel that that's how oh my fucking god yeah that's how they make themselves feel better yeah that's so true because they feel shitty and dumb inside and so they're like this big bully and that's how they like make themselves feel bigger and stronger and smarter is by making other people feel like shit so just remember like at the end of the day they go home and they're real sad so like you don't need to go home and be real sad like go home and like have a beer eat some fucking cheese and like be like, yes, killed it today. <laughs> yes, living my healthiest life. <laughs> I love this block of cheese for dinner. This is the best. Mm, so good. And listen to an episode of Keeper Chat. Um, I think it's yes. in the same vein, too. Like, if it's becoming such an issue where you actually think, like, you don't feel like you should belong there and you're not worthy or, like, whatever, whatever's making you feel that way, if it's, like, people you work with, it's definitely worth having that conversation with them, too. Because I guarantee mm-hmm. if you go up to one of them and they're sitting there and, like, making you feel dumb for asking questions when you're trying to learn more and you confront them and you're like, hey, I'm just wondering like why, you know, I get these or like whatever, like whenever I asked this question, you said this and like that really hurt my feelings because I was trying to like learn and be a better keeper and I'm just wondering why you wanted to treat me like that. what did you mean when you said that you thought I was the dumbest person in the room? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. What did you mean when you said that? Because I need 
I need more. Wow, can you hear the cat crying I outside can. the door? Because I can. I shut the fucking door this time and still, <laughs> meow, meow. Oh, my God. But I think, honestly, I think if you confront that person and you're just like, hey, I'm just wondering, like, why you reacted this way when I was just trying to, like, learn stuff or, like, whatever. I Yeah. Like, there's no way they're going to be like, oh, because you're stupid. Because that makes them look bad. Like, it's, they're literally going to have to be like, oh, because I was being a dick. And, like... <laughs> If that's the answer, then you've pointed it out to them. And, like, maybe in the future they'll be like, oh, I, I don't know. Yeah. And, like, you know, maybe that's something, too, that you, like, bring forward and you can just cut off and be like, no, like, I'm here to learn. I'm here to do my job. I'm not going to let someone make me feel like I'm not worthy of being here. Yeah. And even if, like, all of this, like, doubt and, like, stuff that you have about yourself, it has nothing to do with everybody. Like, maybe everybody's super fucking nice and everyone's amazing, but you still feel this way. Mm -hmm. Like, again, it just comes down to confidence and it just comes down to being new. Like, I think, like, you were right, Fauna. Like, we've been there, fucking done that. Mm -hmm. And I think it just, once you get your routine down and you learn the facility, like, if you're new to that facility, Mm -hmm. that's so hard because you don't even know where the fucking bathroom is. Like, people are asking you, like, where are the giraffes? Like, bitch, I don't know. I (laughs) do not work with them. (laughs) I am in this cubby of the zoo and I have not left. I do not know. Yeah, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to get back to my car. (laughs) I don't know where I am. Where did I park? I need to be asking somebody (laughs) else for help. So I think that, I think it goes away with, it goes away with time for sure, too. Absolutely. You'll get more confident in your routine. Like, yeah. sometimes in the beginning, you're, like, rushing. You don't know, like, what enrichment is approved and, like, what's not approved and what's the training protocol and what are the different codes you talk on the radio. Like, all of it is just kind yeah, of Yeah, and, like, where does the trash bag go and what do I do with yes. this, like, tree branch that fell down and whatever. Like, can I recycle this or not? It has food in it. <laughs> yeah, right? Which one is the human fridge? Where does my water bottle go? <laughs> yes. Like, all that stuff. But I think, yeah, I think you nailed it when you said that, like, working on your own confidence and like things that you feel good about doing and that you feel are like your strengths and stuff and really like focusing on those can really help and one thing that I'll say too that I know you and I have done every new job we start well I mean throughout our jobs but like is really taking that time to make sure that you yourself at home are like prepared like you have food like you brought a lunch that day you have a water bottle you know, your clothes are clean and, like, ready to go. Yes. You have, like, showered and you're, like, ready to roll and you're leaving on time for work and, like, your appearance is good. Like, all those things help in small ways to build your confidence so that yeah. when you get to work, you're feeling like your best self. So, yeah, whatever like that means to you. The moment you get home, like, make your lunch for the next day or, like, meal prep on your weekend and, like, get everything going. Because, like, yeah, if you're more confident in like, your after-work activities, and mm-hmm. you're, like, ready to go, and you're prepared, yeah. then, yeah, you're killer. And I think, too, just something I thought of, because this is just an episode of us just randomly thinking of things. Dude, seriously. Uh, by the way, guys, <laughs> we just shoot from the hip 24-7. <laughs> 24-7. Um, but, too, like, if you're saying, like, you don't have confidence in yourself, like, I think already that makes you... Like I was saying, like, you're seeking knowledge and you feel like you have stuff to learn. Like, we've worked with people who, out the gate, like, day one, they've started a job and they think that they know better than everybody else there. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man. Like, this is exhausting. Yeah, it's so <laughs> Why you gotta be mean to me? You just got here. Like, this job <laughs> sucks and now you're being mean. Like, so I think, like coming in like there's there's this attitude where you like want to prove yourself but like you you can't do it so much to where you're a dick yeah 
And there's yeah, like a it's like, fine line. <laughs> it's like, man, we just got rid of mean Betty and now we got mean Billy in here. Like, yeah. come on, dude. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think there's just way too much of like trying to prove to no one because none of us really care that like you're knowledgeable. But like you yeah. wouldn't that's the whole point, right? Is that like you could learn? Like I hope right. so. I don't know. Because otherwise think... you'd be my boss, motherfucker, and you're not. <laughs> exactly. I just think it's like such a waste of time and energy to try to to try to do that. Just like work oh, on that's your own like, confidence and self-esteem. That's literally what it is, dude. Just like energy. Like, can you imagine going to work every day and being some like bitter bitch? I can't. That's so exhausting. I can't even like dry my hair. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you got well, time I... to be mean to everybody? No. I remember there was this one girl um, that I worked with. And it was probably, like, my first couple weeks of starting this job. And I came in, and I was pretty new to, like, keeping in general. And we were in the lunchroom with, like, a group of us. And she was talking about something. And she was going on and on about, like, something. And I, like, didn't hear what she said. So I was like, what was that? And she was like, oh, like, calatrickets? And I, like, again, didn't know what that was. And so I was just like, yeah, what is that? And she was like, oh. <laughs> and she just, like, laughed and didn't explain it. And I was like, <laughs> okay. But, like, in that moment, I could tell, obviously, that she was trying to, like, impress us. I don't know. But, like, yeah. you knowing what some weird, like, long-ass Latin word or something, like, does it make you better than other people? And especially if people are trying to, like, understand, like I was, and you just answer them with a really snarky response, that sucks. And, like, from then yeah. on out, I was like, I don't like her. She's really mean. No. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to go to her if, like, I need help or I have questions Anything. or, like, whatever. Yeah. That's stupid. Oh, one thing I will say, um, kind of in that same vein, if you're not really feeling very confident, uh, and I know one thing that drives you and I nuts when we start a new job is, like, there's that period where you don't know anything, so there's, like, nothing that you can do on your own. So you're just, like, standing yes. there like a dunce. Um, so one thing that I always do is, like, offer to help people with stuff, especially in that, like, training period. And then I can, like, learn hands-on first off. I have, like, a buddy that I'm stuck to for at least 10 minutes that I can, like, talk to about things. Mm-hmm. And I've, like, taken on the initiative to learn a task that I can then do by myself later. So, like, yeah. I'm helping myself feel more confident in what I know in that job duty, too. Yes. Yes. So good. <laughs> it's my little trick. A little tip and trick. That's a little uh, fun uh, quick trick. That's me. Just just for you guys. Wink. The FQT. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, I have nothing else to say about oh, that. Oh, yeah. I think we pretty much covered it. I mean, I'm sorry that you guys are feeling that way. Um, I would love to hear back from you in, like, six yeah, months. Yeah, like, an update and really, like, see if any of this has helped or if you, like, came up with some solutions of your own. Because I know this is something that everyone deals with in this career field. So I know, oh, yeah. like, all of our listeners could benefit from this. And it's not just in this career field. Like, it's every job. Oh, There's always going to be sure. someone who thinks they know everything about, like, the projector at the movie theater. Like, calm down, dude. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Calm the fuck down. Just um, keep it easy. So, yeah. Keep it sleazy. Um, we do have a couple of housekeeping things. We have some shout-outs. Yes. Um, I want to give a shout-out to yes. Noelle M. Yeah. Because he gave a humongo, jimungo, substantial donation <laughs> to, <laughs> animals a- <laughs> to Animals Asia to help save sun bears and sloth bears. Hell yeah. Which... 
I like cried when I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> he emailed, dude. He emailed well done. It to us, and I shed a tear like that Indian in that commercial where they litter, and he sheds that one tear. That's what I did. Oh man, thanks, dude. That's amazing. As a reminder, right? everyone, if you ever do anything for conservation, whether it's donating time, money, or resources, let us know and like shoot us a message, and we'll give you a shout out on the show because that's badass, and we love that. Amazing. I also have a shout out of my own. I wanted to Please give a shout out to do tell. Uh, Kyla Fury on Twitter at Kyla underscore go. She uh, let us know that a podcast that she does did a little shout out segment for Keeper Chat on their show. <gasps> oh my God. It was so good. Though. It was so she good. She described us so well. She really did. <laughs> she said we got real weird about animals. And Honestly, think, that's the tagline. <laughs> got real weird about animals. Got real weird. And it was something where it was like, when people make like sexual, what was it? What did she say? It was like, you make like, oh, it was like fandoms and how they get real weird about oh, yes, yes, yes. stuff. And it was like, that's what we do, but about animals. <laughs> I think, honestly, that's so accurate. Yeah, that whole segment was amazing. Thanks, Kyla. You're the best. We loved it. (laughs) I cackled. I Yeah. I think, because, like, you and I were, like, texting each other the moment that we saw that notification on Twitter pop up. We're like, oh, my God. (laughs) We're like, I'm listening. And then you're like, I'm listening. We're like, we're listening. (laughs) Amazing. It was so good. Thank you, guys. Um, That was so good. So, anyways, I think that's pretty much it, right? Yes. I have no more thoughts. Oh, I did have one more thought. Uh-huh. So I did ask Patreon to name my plant. Did I tell you about a plant? <laughs> you did. I'm so proud of you. So I bought a carnivorous pitcher plant. I don't Hell even yeah. know like what exact subspecies of pitcher plant this is, but he big boy. And so mm-hmm. I asked Patreon to name him. So if you're one of the patrons, get on there and give some suggestions. There's some good ones right now, including Todd. I love that. So good. Um, Karen, the PTA mom. That's really good. <laughs> I mean, come on. So get in there. Give me your suggestions. I'm still open. I'm like, I'm like feeling some stuff. Like I was like leaning towards like some kind of Pokemon name because there is literally mm. like a pitcher plant Pokemon. But then I was also leaning towards like a Dominic. Like I'm thinking like a strong male vibe. Ooh. But then I'm also like digging the PTA mom stuff. So I just. I just can't decide, y'all. I need you guys to decide for me. So if you're a patron, please go name my plant. <laughs> you know what this means is that I know, right? This is this, this is, is the content why. that you pay for. This you is why name, the patrons join. You can name my plant. You will get fucking updates about Todd, Karen, the PTA mom, Dominic, whatever the fuck this thing's name. You'll get photos of the plant that you adopted in our home. Oh, my God. (laughs) And growth updates. You know what this means, though? There are so many names that it means that we need to get some more plants. Honey, I can – this one's going to die in, like, a month, so. (laughs) That's so true. I actually – I recently got a – I can't do more than once. I recently got a snake plant and a Photonia plant. And, first off, the snake plant, I guess, can, like, live in darkness because it's doing fine. And then the Photonia (laughs) – like, immediately shriveled up. And I was like, no, fuck. I had you less than, like, 24 hours. And so uh, I left it by the window, and I gave it, like, a dick ton of water. And I brought it back to life. I have yes. never been more proud of myself. Talk about boosting confidence. God, I was just like, plants. anything could happen at work. But I saved a little plant. 
Um, the plants are so good to us. They're honestly. so good. And then I also bought a fake plant because, like, duh. <laughs> it helps build my confidence. <laughs> um, but it was great. And I just, like, I'm feeling better than ever. Also, you mentioned Pokemon. And I just, like, before we end this episode, this wouldn't be a Keeper Chat episode if we didn't talk about the fact that there's a new Pokemon games coming out for the Switch. Pokemon Sword <gasps> and Shield. Oh, my God. I haven't even talked to you about that yet. I know. We're talking about it for the first time on air. So special. <gasps> okay, which one's your favorite? Who's your favorite starter? Dude, dude, I I mean, I feel like this is maybe not going to surprise you, but it's like definitely Grookey. Whoa! Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. What was, what's yours? Okay, Sobble's just a little idiot. <laughs> yeah, I know. They all are. They're all so stupid. I, I just want to, like, pick them up and throw them out a window. So, yeah, I like Sobble. I, I really need to see their, like, evolutions, though, because that will make or break it. Like, if he turns yeah, into absolutely. some kind of, like, Godzilla demon ugly thing, like, I'm not going to like it. Yeah. But if he turns into some kind of, like, chameleon axolotl thing that he's, like, vibing on me, then I'm all for it. Right, exactly. Yeah, I'm right I there with you. I read this, like, total fan thing about Grookey, how it means, like, Groove Monkey, and how they think that his final evolution is going to be an orangutan named <gasps> Oringotan, based off of Ringo from the Beatles, because this whole, like, game is set in the UK, Holy and they think it's all going to be, like, UK-themed. I don't, I just love the word Oringotan, but there already is an orangutan Pokemon, so, like, I don't think that's how it's going to go, but you yeah, know. Yeah, if, if you guys want to hear about that one, go listen to our orangutan episode. Um, I can't believe that. That's, like... God, that's a conspiracy, right? Yeah. Did you find so, that on I the dark know. web? Sobble has, like, a big mouth. I'm, like, I just... Kind of like, like a tail, huh? Yeah. I would say Scorbunny like is, like, my least favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks like he's got a Band-Aid on his forehead. Oh, he does. And he has a Band-Aid on his foot. So he's just, like, some kind of sporty spice motherfucker, and I'm not into it. <laughs> he's some kind of, like, clumsy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, not a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Grookey and Sobble for sure. Yes. Plus, yes. I love a good grass-type Pokemon. Ooh. And yeah, and usually, like, I mean, water, I'm fine with that. But yeah, he has, like, little chameleon hands. Let me oh, he does! I didn't even see that! Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm just in. I'm Griffey's in got, like, a little breadstick, but it looks like he, like, dipped it in salsa. Like, he oh, was, like, getting greedy. Well, that's the thing, too. So, like, at the beginning of the trailer, he's, like, drumming. He's, like, using that stick. So that's why they were like, oh, my God, Groove Monkey, that's his fucking drumstick that he keeps in his weird twig hair. Ooh. Also, can we talk about how on trend that little bun is? It's good. It's so good. And Sobble has, like, a little, like, little faux hawk kind of thing going on. Yes. Mm. And, like, the, like, the shaved side of the head. So trendy. <laughs> it's all so good. It's really good. Anyways. Everything, well, everything except for the bunny. The bunny's not good. But everything else is good. Yeah. Um. But, like I said, it wouldn't have been a normal Keeper Chat episode if we didn't just, like, divulge into Pokemon for just like 40% of the Pokemon. episode. Maybe I should name a plant Sobble or Grookey. Holy shit. Just like in honor. I mean, I don't know. I'm really thinking about, I really like Todd. <laughs> Todd's good. Because then I was thinking about Todd How- Todd Howard. Right. Who is like um, Bethesda boy. Right. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Todd's don't just know. a good like all around name. Todd. You know what? <laughs> next, uh, next baby animal that's born at the zoo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna submit that. Just fucking Todd or just Todd, Todd Howard? Oh, okay, just Todd. <laughs> Todd Howard. 
I was thinking about the next baby animal that was born to name it Ariana Grande because her goddamn concert tickets are so expensive that I feel like I should name a baby animal after her and then, like, tweet at her to see if she'll give me fucking tickets to her concert. That's a good idea. That was my plan. But then I would be stuck with an animal named Ariana Grande, which isn't necessarily bad. It's just, like, is a big word. It's a lot of words. Maybe you could shorten it to, like, AG. Or just, like, Ari. Like, agriculture. Oh, that's pretty good. I mean, that's what, yeah. So, whatever. Food for or just thought. like, or just phonetically ag, which would be ag. Or I could name my plant Ariana Grande and tweet at her about my plant. You know what? I think you stumbled on something. Well, I'm still. It's in the patron's hands, so this is it's out of my hands. <laughs> right, that's so true. Uh, so, anyways, I guess we've talked enough, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think so. Hey, I have. Um, I have a would you rather? God, you're so prepared. This one is topical. So. Okay. Would you rather be a green keeper and maybe be suffering from some imposter syndrome? Or would you rather be a season keeper who is maybe posturing a bit too much? <gasps> I would rather be a green keeper. Duh! Yes. And why? Because I'd never be an asshole. I want to continuously learn and not be stagnant in my career. Exactly. And you want your like passion to not get snuffed out by someone who thinks that they're better than you are. You are. Okay, wait. I have a would you rather. It's okay. also relevant. Okay. Would you rather... <laughs> fuck. Okay. Would you rather have Score Bunny kick a pair of bull's testicles down your throat? <gasps> or... <laughs> I'm sorry? Or would you rather have Grookey... Give you a lobotomy with his drumstick. <laughs> or I'll give you a third choice. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> Would you rather have Sobble spit into your mouth once a day for the rest of your life? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Why would you give me this impossible choice? I want all three. <laughs> um, okay, let me see. So I had the bull's testicles, I had the lobotomy, and I had the yes. mouth spit. Yeah. So, like, the bull's testicles and the lobotomy are definitely once and, like, one and done. Yeah. One of them you are legitimately lobotomized. <laughs> <laughs> but Sobble's going to spit in your mouth once a day forever. So, like, if you live a long time, that's a that's a lot. And, like, I don't know if he brushes his teeth. I don't even know if he has teeth at this point. So Is this, um, can I assume that, like, this is consensual? Like, all, any of these three? Oh, they want to do it so bad. But what and about like me? You, okay, well, that's, <laughs> yes. The one you choose means that you're consenting Okay. to that um, choice. Like, they're not going to force you down on the ground or anything. <laughs> okay, great. He's not going to, like, force my mouth open and spit in there. No, no, no. Um, he's going to walk up to you and be like, it's time. And you're going to like, be like, you're ah! right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like when people throw marshmallows into each other's mouths. Um, exactly. I mean... That's hard to beat. Maybe, hmm. I don't know. I, I kind of I kind of hate consensual or not the idea of shoving some testicles down my throat. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and count that one out. Um, okay. I think a lobotomy could be cool. I know. Maybe I'm. That one's like too harsh because that one like none of the other ones have like long lasting effects. I guess. So maybe I'll say right. he he, uh, he tries to lobotomize you at one point. With his drumstick, it is not successful. So you do but it's consensual. Good... <laughs> <laughs> but it's consensual. 
<laughs> but I'm like into it is what you're saying. You're like, hey, Grookey, I'm wondering if you could end this. And he's like, I'll try. And then afterwards you're like, it was good. I try. Like, I'm so glad. I'm so proud of you, but, like, it did not work. I'm so conscious. Or, or I'm like, hey, Grookey, I'm wondering if, like, you could maybe try, but, like, if you don't succeed, no big. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so, like, a botched, but, like, okay lobotomy. But, like, you still get that drumstick shoved up your nose, and maybe it, like, twiddles your brain a little bit. But, like, you're fine. <laughs> twiddles my brain a little bit. Um, okay, I guess, hmm, hmm, hmm. You, you you drive a hard bargain here. Um, I don't know. I just think the like spitting in the mouth is like so quaint, right? And people would think like people would think like if we're in the movie theater together that we're just like tossing popcorn to each other, but actually it's like body fluids. Well, they would be like, "Whoa, they have like such a good relationship, like Pokemon and trainer." Like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wow, so consensual. Like, bye bye Butterfree. Bring Sable in. <laughs> How could you? <laughs> I wept during that episode. Um, okay, I think um, I think they're gonna go ahead and spit in my mouth. What about you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I okay. mean, I just okay. The, I don't want the bunny anywhere near me. Okay. No, 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 no. I don't know where he got those testicles. And while it may be consensual for me, <laughs> I don't think it was consensual that he ripped the testicles off some ball. But Grookey, Grookey, I'm getting, like, major, um, fuck, what's the, like, Rick and Morty, like, blue thing? Mr. Mr. Meeseeks? I'm getting, like, Mr. Meeseeks vibes where, like, if I asked him to try and he failed that he would, like, die inside. <laughs> or, or keep trying until I died. Ooh, because I just feel like he's a people pleaser. Yeah. And, like, I love Sobble so much. And I feel like because he's a water Pokemon, like, it's going to be fresh water oh you're so right so like if i'm in the desert and i'm like oh my god this curse like swabble swabble come spit in my mouth like it could actually be saving like life-saving so i'm gonna go with swabble as well i mean that lobotomy could also be life-saving <laughs> <laughs> do me a solid grookey i've had enough <laughs> do, do me a so- for some reason like the way that you said that i thought you're gonna <laughs> i thought it was like you were calling the solid a grookey do me a solid grookey <laughs> Oh, I love that. Do me like, a that's solid what, grookey. So, like, next time anyone needs a lobotomy, just be like, can you do me a solid? Can you do me a grookey? Just, like, real quick. <laughs> I'm going to text you one day. Hey, Flora, are you busy? Could you, like, do me a solid grookey real quick? You'd be like, yeah, BRB. <laughs> On my way. You know what? That's the perfect time to do it is, like, right before the end of your favorite movie or TV show. If you never want it to end, you're just like. So true. Now it's time. And grookey's like, oh, I got you, dude. I've been waiting here with my stick all all this time. Here's the consent (laughs) form that we both signed. Let's go. (laughs) Here we go. We're going to have pudding after. Amazing. Okay, I think think we're good now that I've I've done this to us. I think we're good now that we've set ourselves up for, like, the future of Sword and Shield. Can't wait. Yay! (laughs) You're welcome, Nintendo. (laughs) (laughs) Nintendo sponsor us. God, it's about time. All right, thanks, everyone, for joining us in this Q&D. These little bonus episodes are going to be sprinkled throughout our normal episodes, um, but this one will be going up, obviously you're listening to it, on our normal Tuesday slot. Um, But we will have more in the future, but if you do have any Q&D ideas or questions, comments, concerns, whatever, shoot them our way at keeperchat at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us or hit us up on Facebook, and we're always looking for Q&D topics, so don't feel like your question is dumb. They're all good questions. Yes. Uh, other than that, 
check out our social media for all the fun stuff that we post. If you're interested in becoming a patron, join us at patreon.com slash keeper chat. And you join too. Join and name my plant. <laughs> I was just going to say, you too can name a plant. <laughs> Got thrilling stuff going on on the Patreon page. Um, I think that's it. Until next time, guys. Stay grimy. Bye. I love you. Oh my God. I hit my microphone. Great. Bye. I Bye. love you.